Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man, Cappuccino. Eddie Meeks, what's up, y'all? Oh, Meeks. Yeah, man. I'm fucking amped right now, my brother. You should be. You should be. (laughs) You should be. All right, so before we get into this. That I mentioned that you should be amped right. You should be, You know what? Actually, uh, I'm really excited on on a number of levels tonight. Um, but but first off, you ca- you kind of opened up a can of worms last what last week with this internet ain't shit. Thing. Oh, the internet ain't shit, bro. I'm, so not but but not only is the I was talking to Zoe last yeah, night. Yeah, texting with Zoe last night. What up, Zoe? And he said 2016 ain't shit. 2016 has been very <laughs> harsh. So I tell you what, after the past week we had, yeah. Um, you know, I'm really glad to be here right now to blow off some steam. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Have some fun. Yes. And um, you know, talk to a legend. Oh man. So come on, man. Real quick, if this is the first time you're tuning in, we do this shit every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday, it's a new mix show, nothing but new joints. You know, an hour and a half or so of us cutting joints up. Yeah. Meeks and I popping shit. Yeah, hearing about all the crazy shit that goes on during our uh, during our week and our personal lives to a degree. Right. And then on Thursdays, you get a dope ass interview. So we're hitting you in the head two times a week. So if you've tuned in for the first time and don't know anything about Southern Vanguard Radio, make sure you check us out on Tuesdays as soon as you wake up. You got a ninety minute mix, and then on Thursdays you got an interview as long as the interviewee shows up. That's right. Which they have today. Yes. So SoundCloud, iTunes, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio. Please follow it, subscribe it, like it, burn a CD, uh, send a cassette in the mail to somebody. Do something. Whatever you got to do. Do something. All right? Yeah. So let's get into it. Meeks, this is all you, my hey, brother. Man, I'm going to let you introduce this one. You, I don't know how you wrote this one in. Man. But... uh Wow. It's only right, kid. It's only right, man. <laughs> Straight from the boogie down. Shout out to the Bronx, BX. We see you. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition and the dope-ass beats. Tonight, we got Lord Finesse with us. Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what up? up, what up? <laughs> Chilling, man. What's good? Oh, man. All is well. Like I said, I'm I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Blessed, you know, to to still love, you know, get a chance to do what I do. Yeah, man, know what I love, which Definitely. is music. I asked All you already. Yeah, I asked you already. But talk about Australia for a minute. You 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 go out there every year. What's the what's the deal with that? Nah, I, I haven't been on Australia maybe three four years. But, okay. Um, now nah, I love Australia. You know, if you can endure the flight. Anybody that that's not used to flying, I, I don't recommend the flight. You know? <laughs> I don't think you'll survive. You okay, might have to go on the plane with a psychiatrist and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like twenty three, twenty four hours. And like I said, if you ain't ready for nothing like that, man. I mean, it's not gonna be twenty four hours straight. Depending on where you go, yeah. You know, if you go the the Cali way, you go from New York to Cali. That's five six hours, and then fly in that's another 15 16 hours from there got you got now, if you, you go to the, the the like the the uh arabia way where you know we went to abu dhabi where that's 11 hours from new york to abu dhabi and then Whoa. another 12 
and some change. And depending on the back and forth, yeah, you'll 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 get an hour, you'll lose an hour, and it just gets crazy. Wow. You know, but so finesse. What was the first time? Twenty. You know. Yeah. What was the first time you uh you flew to Australia? What when? What, do you remember distinctly that first trip? Like being on that flight. Wondering yeah, if you're well, gonna make it. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of equipped to do the, do the trip. It's like, it's like going to Japan. You know, mm-hmm. it's All like right. psyching yourself out. If I was to go to Japan, that's like fourteen, fifteen hours. Right now, you know, if I go from New York to 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 Cali, then I gotta psych myself out like I'm going from New York to you know. Japan, you know, from right. Cali, which right, is like right, going right. to Australia. So you psych yourself out right. a different way. But um, yeah, the first time I went out there, well, God bless, you know, Grandmaster Rock Raider, rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know, we so. went out there. It was it was it was crazy. Okay. But you know, this trip was it was dope because you know I got to go out there with my brother Extra P, Lost Professor. Oh wow! Oh. So for us to go back and forth with the classics and you know, I think one of the shows was like two and a half hours, you That's know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, didn't, it didn't feel like it because, yeah. I mean, we do an assortment of different things in the show. You know, we got a real DJ. So, you know, it's the DJ segment of the show. It's the big out tribute part of the show as well as, you know. You know, God bless, rest in peace, uh, Fife, who just passed recently. No doubt. Absolutely. You know, we did fife tribute you know and and then all the songs you know the years of songs you know we've been in the game since the late 80s yeah yeah so you know it was, it was dope it was unreal for a lot of people that that came out to the show they wasn't expecting how it was going down because it wasn't like he came out or i came out first and he did his show and then i do my show nah we go we mix it up back and forth that's uh-huh. what's up that's dope. Cool. Boogie cool. Blind went out with you too, right, Finesse? Yeah, yeah. That's that's my partner in, in crime right there. That's okay. like you know one of my best friends. He blind is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was just getting ready to say that that's a that's quite a character to have on the road with you. I, I've I've heard a number of stories. I know a couple of folks that know him. I've never met him. He seems like a real great dude, but I know he's always on it. Yeah, nah, he's a walking sitcom. <laughs> I think um I think if you just had a camera on us just not letting us know the camera was on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a show every day. Get some awesome footage, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey Lord, just going back to the uh to the flight for a minute. You you get up and, and move around, take take breaks or whatever, because I heard some horror stories about being on those long transatlantic flights or whatever you want to call them and um you you pretty much have to get up and move around. Is that is that yeah, one of the, I mean, one of the tactics well, you use? I think the first flight I was just beat, you know, because, you know, what I'll do is stay up or, or rarely get sleep before it's time for me to leave. So when I'm yeah. on the flight, I'm, I'm Knocked tired. Out. I think yeah. I got like six, seven hours in on that first flight. Wow. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, health precautions that you get up and you walk around and, and, you know, you move around and you move your muscles and just walk right. around, you yeah. know? 
Yeah. Stretch, do something. You yeah. know, you don't want to accumulate blood clots on those long flights like right, that. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, finesse. What 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 do you uh, what do you load up on before you head out? You, you got a you got a laptop and you're portable working on beach. You got a Man, season of House of Cards. You got Game of Thrones. You got a <laughs> the uh, laptop, the drum machine, <laughs> uh, the iPad. I put all the movies on the iPad between that and the laptop. Yeah. I like just the iPad because it's just more simpler for you just to right. flip that open and, and and watch a movie. Yeah. Besides, they be having movies too. You yeah. Know, they had, I don't probably watch Creed like four times, you know, oh, on on the flight because certain parts of the movie I like. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they got movies, they got outlets, they got the USB. Like, you know, there's no reason why you can't do whatever. You know, you even got Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's just right. kind of crappy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if you try to use Skype or something to make a phone call, that ain't going to work. You can just app and do everything else, but, you know. Right, right. So. <clears throat> nice. So how long were you out there? Were you guys, did you guys do a couple of shows or was it just one, uh, went out there for one and came back or what was? We was out there for about a good week, you could say. You know, we did, um, first show was Perth. After Perth, we did Sydney. We did Melbourne, then we did Adelaide, and we came home. Okay. Right. How about some records? Y'all go digging or no? Yeah, I went. I went digging in Melbourne, a spot called uh, Licorice Licorice Records. I think you know, right. they got a lot of dope stuff in there. Right. Kind of expensive, a little pricey, but yeah. you know, well, it's all pricey <laughs> can't now. complain because the American dollar for once we looking like something, man. Oh, was really? it out there? <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 Australian dollar to the American dollar is like seventy cents. So oh, you know nice. they dollar is seventy cents of our money. So you know you could kind of offset some prices. You know mm-hmm. it, it's funny, man. American dollar is finally looking like something compared to like the the pound, right? Yeah. Um, the euro, yeah. You know, the Australian dollar, even uh, the yen, you know. Okay. It's funny. When our money ain't shit, then they, they want to book us and shit. Our right. money start looking <laughs> like something. The fucking booking It's slow hard down to get a shit. show. <laughs> Yo, our dollar that. took a hit. So what? <laughs> our, shit, our shit been fucked up. Right. <laughs> for the longest. <laughs> the euro had it on lock for a yeah, minute. Yeah, they shit get fucked up. The show slow down. We can't. Pay you what you normally get. Our dollar looking twisted. I shit fucked up. Yeah, sure, come out. No problem. <laughs> That's what's up. So, uh, so finesse. Did you guys get that kind of show to construct that show together? Like you and uh, you and Extra P got together and kind of put this bill together. Or did somebody else put it together, or how's that no, work? I, it was something that that you know I'm. I'm very tight with, with, with large. That's, that's like a brother of mine. And, right. And he never been to Australia. He always wanted to do Australia. Oh. And, um, person was supposed to bring him out. Kind of just lost sight or what, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it ain't happened. So, you know, we sat down and, you know, I called a few people out there. We put it together. We went out there, you know, nice. Y'all drop, y'all drop the actual facts. I'm assuming. No, nah, we did. I mean, you could name shit. And I could tell you yes, no, <laughs> yes, no, but you ain't gonna hear too many no's. But yeah, we did actual facts. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
the show is something you really got to see. It's something we really got to bring to the States, you know? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy in the States because I think a lot of the 90 generation know how to really put on a show. Yeah. Right. You know, when you're looking at groups like Naughty by Nature and Big Daddy Kane. No doubt. Yeah. You know, we're brought up like Karis One. Those dog they tear red and meth. They destroy shit. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Kill shit. So I I think when you from this era and you never witnessed that and you trying to compare the two worlds, there is no comparison. And you know, people think we're hating on this generation. It's just that when you come from our era and the bar was set so high, you know, it's it's hard to, to, to put yourself against that bar if you're not really loving the music and you're just in it for a check. You right, know? right, right. And so, not, not only that, you don't have anybody that's kind of laid laid it out for you like that. There there's no there's no history, right? There's been nobody there to kind of pass that on for whatever for whatever I reason. I mean, you you get a lot of you get over here because first of all, they let you rhyme over vocals. That that shit ain't flying. Oh my era. goodness! Right. You try to rhyme over vocals in our era, they're gonna throw shit at you. Get the fuck out of here! That <laughs> you know Man. they're not gonna let that fly. But then again, you gotta look at the craft that you're in. You know when you're in the studio and you're telling somebody to constantly punch you in. Okay, you say a couple of lines, punch me in. You say a couple of lines, punch me in, mm. punch me in, punch me in. Shit, a person like me can't wait till you try to perform that shit live with no vocals. Right. <laughs> I might have a popcorn out because I know you're going to be damn near turn fucking purple. You know, because if you can't perform it in the studio, you damn sure can't perform it on stage. Right. Right about you that. Know? So it's it's a lot of technical things that we was raised up on that, that this generation isn't, you know? And I don't knock this generation. You have a lot of bright spots in this generation. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you look at, you know, I love the, the grind and, and what Kendrick stand for. Yeah. Same thing with J. Cole and, gotcha. and, and certain artists, you know? Not all artists. Yeah. But, you know, you got There's those a few of them. stars, yeah. you know, Definitely. that you know in 10 years... You know, I, I could call Kendrick and, and J. Cole like timeless because I could see in 10 years you rocking some of their music, you know, yeah, 20 yeah. years, you know, and then you got the niggas we call the moments. Now, I'm not talking about the R&B group either, just the <laughs> niggas that can only last for the moment. Right. Yeah. You know, they try to get all theirs in one swoop because in five minutes it's over. Next. It's a rap. You know, like, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, so. You know, just just different things with music, but yeah, as far as shows, yeah, I think if you catch a real good show, it, it's nothing like that because it brings the song to life. Mm-hmm. You know, finesse. I got a good question for you. We were talking about this last week on the show, uh, and Rakim was just in town. He was in here here in Atlanta, and um, we saw some footage from the show. Obviously, because everybody has their fucking cell phone out at a at a at a show now. <laughs> And man, there were five, I shit you not, man. I think I could have counted two hundred phones out easily in this fifteen second clip, man. Are they, are, I always are they, fuck with people when they pulling phones up. It's like don't waste your night doing that shit. God, right, you missing the, the show? Yeah, like, like the fuck you trying to do? YouTube it, get your subscribers up or some shit. Like cut it out, man. Like 
to me, this shit is corny because yeah. you pay, you go see the show. A motherfucker ain't pay. Fuck you. you. You just don't see the show. You right. Know, hey, well, I'm going to see when they post the shit up on YouTube. I'm going to catch how the show was. It doesn't compare. Nah. You to take your motherfucking there. lazy ass to a show, you know? Yeah, man. But, you know, they have like a thousand cameras up and shit. And <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Yeah. But, but go ahead. You know, <laughs> no, no, just, no, no, no. I was just saying, are, are they doing that shit, you know, uh, overseas too? Like, uh, you know, they have such a, it seems like they have such a, a high regard for the culture overseas. You know, they do it, but I don't think they do it as heavy okay, all right. as the mm-hmm. States, you know, because, okay. you know, you know, they throwing water in the crowd and crowd <laughs> surfing. Yeah. And you fuck around, lose your phone. Your shit drop out there. That's done. And they start one of those marsh pits or some shit. It's a fucking rap. You, you, uh, you, you, know, you crowd you, surfing you finesse? Just, you crowd surfing? No, nah, I don't do nothing. That <laughs> no. Shit, you know, what, what, what about what, what about large 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 crowd surfing? Nah, or nah? we too cool for that. <laughs> shit, you know, That's what's up. Well, your lord, you you mentioned loving the music these days. We definitely loving it, man. Especially uh, with you being a founder member of DITC. Um, the last, I would say, the last three four shows oh have God. been so DITC heavy for us. Cause y'all been dropping one once a week. What, what, where y'all get the nerve to drop <laughs> hot shit once a week like that, man? Man, you, you, you could thank show for that, you know. <laughs> and I say thank him because I'm, you know, my music. I, you know, I tell him like, why are you giving this shit away? You know, <laughs> I don't want to give shit away. Man, you know? we appreciate it. Shit. That you know we we've been dropping, yeah. You know, but that's I mean that's A and Diamond and and Joe and and OC like you know they want to do it. You yeah. know they you know me I'm I'm sparring. I'm trying to get back into the flow of things as far as writing. You know, got you. Fell back from that. I, I did more music, and you know that's my thing. I'm the background dude. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, they was they was just knocking shit out, you know. So finesse, so, what's the story behind? What's the story behind kind of this? Um, I mean, I, I know that you know I was you know keeping track of things like you know when the studio was getting built out. But what what's this um, kind of reinvigoration, if you will, um, of kind of the crew and the studio and like you guys are doing the um, those weekly producer listening sessions. Right. Like, it's it's a combination of everything you just said. Okay. You know, um, it's trying to, I think we see ourselves as trying to keep the culture, the cultural part of it, you know, flourishing, you know, keeping people inspired, keeping people motivated because if you're not, you know, doing it, to teach the the found you know teach them the foundation of a lot of different things, then we'll lose to to all this this goofy stuff, right? You know because it's so simple to do. You know you get a drum machine. I'm a producer. You hit a few notes. I, I can play. You know right. like they're not really learning the the real fundamentals business wise and technical wise. You know. So I think with BPM allowing new producers to come in and play their music against their peers and colleagues and also have uh, a guest of honors in in the studio, you know, right. it could be Premier, it could be uh, 
Pete Rocket. Yeah. We had the Bomb Squad. We had uh, K. Def. We had Large Professor. We had like you know the new the newer people like uh, Ill Mind and yeah. you know Rockwiler. And when you got all these these different people, you know that you might have seen or or admire their work or or appreciate their work there listening to you and giving you pointers and tips because you get to ask these people questions. Right. So it ain't just about you coming in and play your beats, but it's also asking questions, you know, things that's going to help you flourish in the future. It's and a chance I to learn, with, right? Right. And yeah. I think uh, having those producers there, and some of them are, are phenomenal producers, and, you know, they get guest spots on, on future projects, it just, it just, it's just motivational, you know. Like, wow, I got a, got a spot on the DITC project. Or, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just motivational. Okay. And you know, we do this every other Thursday now, and you know, we've been taping a lot of these things. So you'll see them, you'll see them soon on the DVD or something where you can see how these things take place. These things take place. Okay. So who's been one cat that came in and just blew everybody's minds? Like just kind of push wigs back. You, can, I mean, can you think of anybody off top that just, you know, was I mean, Pete came there twice, you know. Okay. So Pete came there and played some heat and, and premiere. He oh, he came there and and turned it up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're playing joints fr- fresh out of fr- fresh out of the yeah. MP they or? they playing beats. They ain't playing uh, stuff that's already you know out there. They know they're playing, playing new shit. something fresh, Ooh. fresh out the apartment. You know, right? <laughs> that's nice, dope. What about some young yeah. kids, finesse? What about some young kids that came in and surprised you? You, you found anybody that was um kind of up and coming where you're like, wow, this kid's got it. <laughs> Well, if you look on the DITC studio album, you know, it's the self, the, okay. the new cats that's on there. You go, oh, wow, who's this dude? Right. And, and they got some fire, you know? Right, right. So, so, so speaking of that, that's a great segue. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the album? And, and I guess more specifically, I'm really interested to hear about the label that this project is on and kind of your past projects have been on. What's, can you speak on that a little bit? Well, we're on the DITC studio album, I mean, it's, it's just what we do, you know, as far as beats and rhymes and and of, of that caliber. You know, people say, yo, I wish, you know, people, the boom bap and this, that, and the third, and now you get it. I just hate when people ask for it and then don't support it. That's yeah, like absolutely. the fucking worst shit in the world. People always complain, look, man, I wish this was... And then the first thing they say, yo, can we download it for free? Is it on Spotify? It's mm. like, damn, man, support the shit, right. you know, because the shit will cease to exist. It's just like, stop crying about it and support it. You know, that's right. that's the only thing, the hang up that I got with with the world of, you know, we're independent, you know, so we're not with labels that's giving us big budgets and I think when you get to a certain age and when when you're doing certain things, you have to invest in yourself. Right, you absolutely. Know? And that's what I don't see a lot of artists doing. It's like, 
if you start from ground up from the ingredients and you invest your time and effort and money and you build the following and you got everything going, why sell that all off? Why did you go in blood, sweat, and tears? You built your following because at that point, you really don't need a label. Right. Yeah. And I think at that point, it depends if you believe in yourself or you want the label for a look or you want them to to give you welfare because that's what I kind of call it. Oh, wow. Welfare. <laughs> wow. You know? <sighs> wow. Because when you're, in, you're investing in yourself, Man. you know, mm. you can look for distribution. Let me clarify that. Yeah, yeah. People say, well, you know, what does he mean, welfare? Because I got a distribution. I'm not talking about dudes that look for distribution. I'm talking about dudes that still throwing in labels trying to get a deal and, and the fucking budget, yep. you know? Get everything handed to them, you know, on a silver yeah, platter. Like, like at some point, you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and exactly. go out and make it happen. Yeah, man. You know, and it's not going to be hard. It ain't supposed, I mean, it's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. But the reward is great, you know? Absolutely. The, re- the, re- the reward is definitely great, great when you can um, go out there and you build the following. And I'm not talking about, like, commercial radio because it's a difference between a fan base of following and listeners mm-hmm. right. you know like commercial yeah. stations is mainly listeners you got a few you know trinket of followers in there but it's mainly listeners they like something one week they don't like something the next week yeah and you know they're being programmed by whatever's being played every hour on an hour or five times Absolutely. an hour so, you know, they know the songs. Are they going to go buy the songs? Not necessarily. Nah, not necessarily. Nah, you know. because they can turn on the radio and hear it, you know, three times exactly. in an hour. Yeah, ain't no need to buy it. I got well, it right it here. Will it make somebody popular? Will you get a walkthrough or something? Probably so, yeah. maybe. Yeah. You know. And so it's it's a weird it's a weird place for, for hip-hop, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's interesting it's you uh it's interesting you talk about that, Lord. Um just going back to eighty nine and y'all jumping off with wild pitch and you with uh DJ Mike Smooth and everything up until I just the... had dinner with Mike on Saturday. That's what's up. Oh, word. He good. No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he good, man. Right. We had some drinks and was just talking and, and <laughs> right. telling him about the next project I'm about to do. That's and, what's up. And we talked about it. he's like, Yo, man, it's gonna be wild if that we do a joint together, and you know we was talking about that. Right. Okay, that's that's my brother. What's know? Mike? Up, what's Mike up to right now? Oh, Mike, man, oh, Mike has always been like a family man, right. you know, and he's always had a, a great job. He was telling me, damn, there thirty years at his his job. So you know, oh wow, man, that's incredible. You yeah. know, and and it's a great job. It's not no rinky dink job. So you yeah. really have to worry about hip hop like that. Right, right, yeah. right, right. He was always good. Yeah, he can fuck with it when he want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So y'all gonna get something together? You think? Yeah. Oh no, nah, Mike is always that's that's my dude, man. That's. We get together on holidays and my birthdays and barbecues. Yeah. Oh, and, you know. Yeah, it's family. Right. Like every, every, I think mainly everybody that came up in the game with me, we're still around each other. Like it's, it's a right. blessing. That's dope. You right. know, to, to still have friends over 20, 30 years, you know? Yeah. 
But just um just going back to to where you started to where it is now, can you kind of speak on, you know, the the you know, the the here and now type aspect versus, you know, back then what it was like, you know, just just jumping out the gate with wild pitch to to being an independent now. Um we were hungry back in the days. It was, you know, the bar was set. You know, you have prolific artists when you look at like Hooji Rap and Rock Cam and Kane and Ice Cube and Ice T and Public Enemy. These was just established people that set the bar very high. So you would just can wish to enter the game and be appreciated as them was it was a goal, you know? Money was one thing, but that was a goal to be compared to great people. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't about imagery. It wasn't about money. It was about making great music. You had Run DMC, Public Enemy, and Tribe Core Quest, and Gangstar. And, yep. Oh, man. You know, to be able to, to, to break out in that climate of these great artists and icons is just, that was a task alone. Okay. I mean, getting a deal was different because, and this is another reason why I look at this generation. Like I I don't understand, you know, it's not a knock. It's just not understanding. Like when we tried to get a record deal, you had like the three to five song demo tape. Mm-hmm. You know, cassette tape. You know? yep. Right. Yeah. And you would record your demos and you know that sometimes you will work months on these joints. Right, man. Because yeah. the competition was that fierce. So you yeah. would you would work months on these joints and you finally think you got your three, five the best songs that you could do. These three to five songs. This is it. I feel I could get a deal. This is the take it or leave it right here. Yeah. And, you know, you looked on, on record labels and, and you looked at the addresses and yep. the numbers and <laughs> when you sent your tape in. And yeah. the callback was just happy. Like, yeah. you got the tape. You like my tape? <laughs> yeah. And it might tell you, well, you know, this is not what we're looking for. Or, mm-hmm. Yes, we want you to come and have yeah. a meeting. You felt like you made it just by making it through that trash can demo tapes that they probably listen to you know yeah yeah so you know you go down there and you meet and you know they tell you they want to sign you or whatever you was you was just happy so you got that three to five song that you you put your um you put your all in and um so for me to see somebody do a demo tape right now and um you got 14 songs on there <laughs> which is like 12 to 14 opportunities. And if you can't prove to the world you're nice with 12 to 14 opportunities, you're not taking it serious. That's real shit right there. Like I said, we did the three to five ratio. You got 12 to 14 songs and you can't break through. And not only that, but the, the resources that you have now, to, right to the cut a record with with technology, the technology, and, yeah. You know, so I can't. It's hard for me to take you serious when you got all these opportunities and you got twelve to fourteen songs out there, and you you don't have a buzz, and you on let's say 
12 songs and you're on your third mixtape. So that mm. means you got 36-something songs out there. Right. And you still ain't break through. It's like, fucking hang it up. <laughs> it's like, you're not taking this shit serious. It's yeah. no way in the world you should have 20, 30 songs with no buzz. It's just, it's just yeah. it's fucking impossible to me wow. when you're talented. Right, right. When you're, yeah. When okay. you're talented right. or allegedly talented. Yeah, that's true. Allegedly. Right, that's, that's what I was getting ready to say. It's like, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's almost so, like a contest to see how fast I can get 50 joints out, you know? Yeah. That's, what, that's how I be looking at it. Tape, which is the best of the, 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 the other shit, yeah. you know? Like, so I don't look at knocking the new generation i just say take it serious man mm -hmm. i yeah. can't take you serious if you don't take it serious you know yep. you can't tell me you're doing hip-hop if you're not educated on hip-hop right. right i can't really respect you because you saying yo i'm doing hip-hop and then i start throwing hip-hop stuff at you and you go no nah, nothing I don't know about it is. yeah i don't know who that is at Who's that point, that? you just piggybacking Who? off I the mean, culture, man. I can't respect you. Yeah. You know, it's like you gotta tell me something. Something. I'm not telling you Anything. to be the perfect historian. I'm just saying to do it, at least know what you're doing. Yeah, at least That's have a foundation. Have. Just have the base, at least, right? Like there, there's. You know, there's a base that you can, that's a good, healthy start that is not hard, too hard to figure out. And then all the other stuff will fill itself in over time. That just goes back right. to the technology. The information is out there. You know, go right. just just research it. It's out Come there. Come on, man. You got you got the internet. You man. know what I'm saying? That's, man. that's like the, 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 the mobile encyclopedia, you yeah. know? Man, that yeah. shit is cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When we had to do reports, we had to go to the library because we probably had encyclopedia lord i was just talking to somebody about missing. that shit i yeah. go to my mom's house right now i got the brown and black encyclopedia <laughs> britannica the whole shit with the two big ass dictionaries <laughs> that shit is still at my mom's crib and that was our internet back then yeah. that was it right man so crazy you know i think this is this is a this is a great time and a yeah. great era but only if you could take advantage of the resources and and I you know, once again, if this era is so great and you're so talented, not to knock y'all, mm -hmm. why y'all keep recycling everything? Man. Right, yeah. Why you ain't even recycling from the original, you recycling Man. from you know from two weeks ago. Again, <laughs> we was raised on Al Green and and um yeah. You know, Cool in the Gang, Earth, Wind and Fire, mm -hmm. Steve Wonder, Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson, God Bless Prince, Prince. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, once again, they was probably raised on, if they call in Biggie and Wu-Tang old school, yeah. what would you call Grandmaster Flash and, right. you know, Cold Crush, you know? They right. call that who? Who who was that? That's what they call <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and once again, you know, it's it's different because they don't take rap as serious as they do other genres, mm -hmm. you know. And these other genres, you don't hear them say, 
your old school Bruce Springsteen. That's right. Absolutely. You know, old school Billy Joe. They don't put old and they put iconic, legendary. Mm -hmm. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic rock. Yeah. Classic rock, but you trying to put an age limit on hip hop. Oh, you, you're too old to do it. Uh, and it. And it sounds like such failures, you know. Y'all had y'all turn. Let us go get ours now. Well, take a spot. Yeah, yeah man. You know whose energy on, on, kind of on that same topic that I really like right now? Meeks, we were talking about this before the interview started, mm-hmm. is, uh, is Daddy-O from Stetsasonic. You know, right. this, this, is, this is a 55-year-old man. Mm. who is going to put out an album a quarter this year. He's like, he's got the, the, the energy and the burn that he has right now is infectious, man. I and mean, then I, the only question you could ask him is, is uh, not even a question, but why not do it? That's exactly what he, so that's exactly what he was saying. On yeah. Com- it was combat Jack's uh, interview with him uh, that came that dropped a couple weeks ago. I listened to it this weekend and he was like, why are we stopping? Like what? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, like why do you have to stop doing this? You don't have to. You know. I think first of all, you got to know. You know, and and here once again, this is how I look at it. When I do my music, I have a demographic of people that I'm going after. Right. That I'm making my music aiming at towards, and it's not teenagers. You know. Right. Because I'm not a teenager. I'm a grown man, so I'm doing grown man things from a grown man perspective right yeah you know so when i look at older artists trying to captivate a younger crowd like you you just never had al green worried about new edition you know never (laughs) never (laughs) that's right you you ain't never have marvin Gaye worried you know it's like i'm gonna do what i do and i have my base for it right and I think that's where the respect factor come in because if you're an older artist and you have your base, you have your demographics and you're eating and you're touring and you're doing these incredible things, it it gives a pathway for younger artists to look at it and go, you know what, when I get older, I want to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They still got right. the love for it. But when you got it like, transition everything is transitioned towards young 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 right right that you're just totally ignoring the older demographics that's mm-hmm. out there that's gonna buy music the older demographic still go to concerts yeah right yeah you know absolutely if they hear something for for five seconds well, what the hell was that well, all they have to do is know oh that's him yeah i'm gonna go I'm to, going to get iTunes. that yeah they're not looking for blog sites. They're not looking for Pandora. Right. They're not looking for Apple Music. They want physical. Hmm. You still could get vinyl on that. Let me. Maybe some people still want CDs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, technical wise, they're gonna go to iTunes. Yeah. But it's... they still want it. You know. So it's it's a weird time, but it's just knowing the direction you're going in when you're doing music. It's not just about doing music. You know, it's about the direction. Two things I ask, you know, upcoming artists all the time. It's like, who are you aiming your music at? Mm-hmm. And it's just always looking at what's there already. If they do it, I could do it. Well, okay, we right. know what they're doing, but what are you what doing? What are you doing? 
You know, and it's the same thing with producing from a producer standpoint. As a producer, what is your signature sound when people come to you that they can specifically get from you and you got something that nobody else has? Mm -hmm. And most, you know, new producers look like, huh? You know, like, like, (laughs) when am I coming? You know, if you go to a Pete Rock or a Premier or, or let's, let's go, because I don't want to keep it underground. If you go to a Timberland, if you go to a Pharrell, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you go to a Dr. Dre, yeah. you're getting a signature sound. Absolutely. You're getting something that's signaturely crafted. You know, so to have a producer that's trying to do what, everything, what everybody else is already doing, what's your signature? Yeah. Lord, with all the um, with all the technology we we talked about that's out there, is there anything you you're using right now or dabbling with right now that allows you to still make your signature sound? Because you got a signature sound also. Um, but well, is, are, is know, any DITC, of the new stuff? I think with DITC and me and Buck Wild spoke about this. We speak about this all the time. What the ITC is always focused around the records. The records give us the right. sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the technical things we do with it and the signature drum programming or drum sounds is is a whole nother thing. But the records always dictate the path. Right. Because we always look for something that nobody's touched or something that we're going to do something amazing too. So the sound is fresh. Mm -hmm. So the drum programming and the drum sounds and the sonic things we do is one thing but we're trying to give you something to make you go oh where they get that from right well how did they think of that you know because yeah. that's how it was when we listened to tribe called quest album or a gangstar album or or uh when you first listen to a mecca and soul brother album with pete rock like oh god damn mm-hmm. what's all right. these sounds what's that what's it was innovative it, it pushed the envelope you know, so I'm still into pushing the envelope. I don't want to have what everybody has. That's stupid. Right. You know? Yeah. I need my sound. That's what makes you timeless. Because you have something or you came with something at the time that nobody else was doing. Got you. So, Finesse, you know? finesse tell us a little bit about uh, Slice of Spice. Because you guys have okay. put out a lot of stuff um, uh, lately on that label. I, I honestly uh, don't know a whole lot about the, the background of the label. But, I mean, they they put out, you know, some incredible releases over the over the past few years. Um, right. Well, my partnership with, with Richard Smith uh, and, and Slice of Spice, you know, was me having access to, to all this vintage stuff that I had. But not just having access, and that's what people don't understand. It's not just about having access, but it was clear-cut quality to the stuff that I had. It wasn't like, here's a cassette tape and it's muffled, and right. we're going to try to bring that to life. Right. No, it was having you know, access to dats and stuff, and a lot of stuff that I never released. So the quality is always crystal. And then it's the packaging as far as the vinyl is 180 gram vinyl and a lot of the stuff is is vintage stuff you know so it's a boutique style label in a lot of ways because 
some of this archival stuff that we put out is limited. So once it's gone, it's gone. We don't right. we don't press over like it's it's done, and that's what makes like buying slice of spice or, or a project from slice of spice when it's vintage and it's limited. Some people cry like, well, the, the vinyl. The vinyl is too much, and it's like living in the past on that because, first of all, they don't have, we don't have access to all these vinyl pressing plants. A lot of those right. clothes. Right. Gang one. of them are gone. Two, to come out with a project vinyl-wise, it's going to take you at least three months, at least two to three months to get it out. At yep. a minimum, yeah. The cost of vinyl isn't the same anymore. Right. You know, so these are the things you have to take in account. It's not the same way no more. But like I said, with the packaging, I think of everything we release, it's like an investment because the prices only go up. And we do creative things like picture discs and, and different things that's unique. So when you spend your, when you, you getting a bang for your buck. Like for instance, we do something like my last, like two runs, one run I did in, in Europe where I did I did 13 shows in 13 nights, right? Mm. We pressed up a record, and it was a record that you could only get on the tour. And it was a picture disc. And, you know, it was a picture disc of a black and gold spade. You could see it. We, I'm showing it on, on, on crate diggers. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you buy it for 35 but if you look at the price of it now, that spade is worth anywhere from 80 to to 100 Yeah. Because it's limited, and it was only sold on that tour. So we're not doing stuff like pressing something, and it's limited, and then we press the same thing over again and right. cheat and to make money. No, once that shit is gone, it's gone. You know, you see somebody, yo, I'm going to get that. No, you're not. You're going to have to go on Discogs. <laughs> and when you go on Discogs, you're going to see it's like 80 to 100 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's an investment on vinyl when you get these classic pieces from our label anyway. I can't talk for all the right. other labels and stuff, you know, right, right, and right. how they do their stuff. But I definitely take pride in the sound and the quality and and. And the packaging, the packaging is very important, you know. So it's one thing to be independent and look independent, like, yeah, that should look independent. And it's another thing to be independent and your shit look major or your shit look better than the majors. Right. Right. You know, because now majors are starting to do the pictures. They're starting to just copy now, you know. Yeah, trying to keep up. The only thing I don't think they're doing is they're not going in the vote and releasing that unreleased shit. You know, if they did that, then they would take it up a notch or two, you know. Right. But then again, they don't know what the people want. So, you know, that's a whole nother thing. So that's really the story, you know, behind Slice of Spice and, and them doing, and they deal with like a lot of great underground iconic acts. They just don't want to say, okay, it's a new record. We gonna put out a new record now. We try to keep it quality and we try to keep it value. That's what's up. Yes, sir. Yeah. What I like about those guys too is they put out new shit too. So it's not right. just specifically like a boutique, like you know, unreleased or uncovered gems. And I, I absolutely love all of that shit. 
but it's nice to right. see a lot because a lot of labels, you know, just kind of invest themselves in that lane only. And I like them, you know, I, I like seeing the first division record come out. You know what I mean? Like that shit's right. dope to me, like, you know? You know it, it's quality. I know how much time and effort we put in these projects that come out. So when you put all this this time, blood, sweat, and tears, and, and equity into what you're doing, and you got somebody constantly complaining, oh, man, <coughs> it's right. kind of expensive. Yo, man, won't you just do this and do that? It's like, well, if you feel that way, won't you open up the label and do it and just right. shut up, you know? Well, you know what? If, if if more people would buy these goddamn records, we wouldn't have to charge what we're charging for them right now, and there wouldn't be so many vinyl pressing plants that had to go out of business. I mean, do exactly. we do we really have to go in on that? That's real. Like, let's break it down. Like, he, here's why. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because and then you still got the major labels that got these plants on smash. Oh, fucking record store day. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was so, bitching about that last you week. You know, you <laughs> might have a record that's due out and record store day coming. That shit might push this shit three, four months back. All the way Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Yep. And fuck up your money because you got consumers yep. waiting. And if you, you, if you did the, uh, you know, you got the consumers waiting. And if you did the pre-orders in advance and they paid in advance and to push these things back, it just fucks your whole business up. Man. And all these people at the plants want to say sorry. Yeah, you know? yeah, and you know what? It's fucking lazy shit too. You know what I mean? Because because uh, I was uh, we had this exact discussion, Meeks. Like eighty percent of the releases that come out on record store day are dollar bin or five dollar bin records. Man, like if 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 someone would just like take the time to actually go to the store and 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 would go to the record store on a regular basis, fuck, you can go to eBay and get a copy of it. But like eighty percent of the shit that they put out on record store day is bullshit. You know, I mean, you got joints that'll come out and they'll they'll have releases that will drop that are, you know, just the timings right, like like the Jay Dilla record and you know things like that. But oh my god, man! Every every you know what is it? Twice a year, finesse record store day is. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yep, see the yep, list come yep. out and you're like, oh god, like really, like. I- yeah, it's and bad. They clog up. They clog it up. They do it uh, on purpose, you know. Yeah, I think three. I yeah. think three months is uh three months is pretty uh. That's uh that's that's, like that's aggressive. Days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah th- that's pretty aggressive, man. I, I've I've heard folks say now they they're like, look, four to six months before you have a record come out, depending on when it's hitting. Yeah, you like know? how can independent labels survive? Yeah, they can't doing that. Right. Yeah, can't. can't. Yeah, man. You can't, and they doing the shit on purpose because they don't want independent yep. labels to make to survive, it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, Lord, so, it sounds like uh, it seems like um, prolific is the name of the game for you, man. From the 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 stuff that's coming out from um, DITC Studios, you got the Funky Technician Remix Project, SP twelve hundred Project, the new project, a Midas Era, the Underboss. You know what what. You going for the juggler this year or what? What's happening? Yeah, I'm definitely going for the juggler. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to go for the juggler next month. You okay. Know? Uh-oh. Um, I'm definitely, you know, when I've been looking, you know, going coming back from off a tour and looking at certain things, I, I mainly get hype off of what people aren't doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, if I do this record, this is how I'm going to do it. This is the fan base I'm going to go after. I'm looking for an open lane. I'm not looking to do what everybody's doing. That's stupid. Right. 
you know, it cuts your chances being as successful as you want to be when you're trying to do something that's already done. You have to do it that much more better. Right. But to do something original and create a lane of things that people aren't doing, you have much more of a chance of being very successful. And when I look at success, you know, my idea of success compared to other people's idea of success as far as independence is when I look at like groups like uh like or uh, artists like Immortal Technique and and Jedi Mind Tricks and MF Doom because these dudes are successful in a whole nother stratosphere that you right. really don't even understand. Even an artist like Tech Nine, these dudes is in a whole nother stratosphere because they got uh, such a loyal following yeah. that they're eating religiously. The way they eating is just ridiculous. Man. But you know, we're so psyched out. Well, they ain't on, on on love and hip hop. They're we don't see them in the magazines. Right. They ain't on the radio. Man, Tech Stop Nine got more money stupid. than anybody on Love and Hip Hop right now. I don't give a fuck who Stop it being is. So stupid. <laughs> don't be an <laughs> idiot know? about that, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, when you look at an artist like Joey Badass and he can command anywhere from twenty, thirty to fifty thousand per show. Yeah. That kid is show. crushing it. I love and you it. might say, Well, he's the weird backpacker. But most of these commercial artists are only getting little thousand to five thousand dollar walkthroughs yeah joey's getting that festival you really gotta do the knowledge you gotta do the research just i tell people just shut up for a minute and do the research you Mm -hmm. know because people are thinking with their eyes and not really thinking with their mind they're not really doing research that you can flourish underground wise you just gotta know how Right, man. Due and diligence since you don't know how, his, it's just like, no, no, no. I, I want, first of all, when people come to me and say, uh, you know, I want to get my, my record played on the radio. It's just like, For what? whatever, man. <laughs> like, whatever. Because you got to have like 50 to 100,000 to break your record. Yeah, exactly. and that's regionally. Wendy, we we had Wendy Day on the show about what uh, yeah. six, seven, eight months ago, Meeks, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You got to have fifty grand at a minimum to break a record regionally, like not even nationally. Like you want that shit to go on the radio nationwide? Yeah, you got to have deep pockets, my man. Yeah, well, okay. Here's the curveball question: Is if your record is being played because we play? what the consumers want, what they ask for, the right. fuck you need 50000 right. for a record then. Right, right. Absolutely. doesn't make no sense. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's it's bullshit, you know. It's bullshit. That's why, you know, I will stick with, like, satellite and college radio than worry about commercial radio. Yes, I really sir. don't want to have nothing to do with commercial radio. If they support what I do naturally and organically, great. Mm-hmm. Am I looking to go that wave? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's definitely because, a bunch of fuckery. You know, it's just I'm gonna have to roll up my sleeves and go out there and make things happen. You Sir. know, from and that's another thing that independent artists understand you got to do. You know, nobody wants to do promo no more. They just want you know throw something out, drop it. But you have to make your presence felt. That's right. Everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of artists that's great in New York just they they really don't translate past New Jersey. Mm, right. You gotcha. know, and they're happy with that. Right. I mean, once Ice T introduced me to the global world and I got a chance to tour in '91, mm-hmm. I never really looked at the United States the same again. Right. Kind of hard to. You know, because I always thought New York is it. You know, United. But when you go out there and you travel to Japan and Australia and Europe, when you see how they take to to great music, your mindset will be different. You don't feel like you have to be the king at home no more. There's other countries and continents where you can flourish at. Yeah, (laughs) right. You know, that's why I always tell artists, man, stop thinking locally and think globally. Right, right. That's what you know, it's think for globally. Sure. Yeah. And and you could eat. When you see other parts of the world, it'll it'll change, man. But you see here and you know, you get caught up on reality TV and they, they programming you. It's it's just sad, man. It's it's just that's so crazy. sad. So so finesse, can you speak on anything specifically that's dropping uh, in twenty sixteen that you haven't announced yet or, or are you or are you just uh, gonna come out firing uh, unexpectedly? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna fly fire unexpectedly. Okay. <laughs> um I could say the format is formatted like the awakening. Okay. It's formatted in that the same not the same slight it's, it's hard to I don't wanna l- really let the cat out the bag. Okay. All right. But it's somewhat formatted like that. And yeah, you will hear new vocals and you know, I just get tired. The only thing that just makes me mad about the whole thing is just like, just support it. Stop talking about it and represent it. Right. You know, because people always talk about, yo, do this, do that. But you don't support. If if people com- supported how they complain, underground would be so different. Mm-hmm. People always complain, complain. Then when it come out, it's just like, okay, it came out. What's next? No, support it. Right. Support it. And let the artists be artists, you know? You know, because I think, you know, I don't get wrapped up on age. I'm timeless. I don't. So I don't. That's why I take forever. Right. Because I'm not wrapped up. What am I rushing for? It's very true. It's and I life, don't let man. people, yo, like you getting too old to do it. Man, fuck Says that. who? Quincy Jones was 50 when he produced Thriller. <sighs> That's so real. don't that tell me about again. age, yeah, you yeah. know? Man, man, like, man. Like, you know, it's so much knowledge that I have in the game that I don't worry about that, man. I'm going to do what I do, man. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm patting it, you know? You could try to duplicate what I do, but you ain't going to quite get it how I'm going to do it. You never get that. I don't, you know, yeah, I'm not (laughs) going to tell you all my ingredients. Right. I'll drop a jewel for you, man, real quick. I had people laughing at this this thing recently. Most ingredients, most products, when you release a product and you want to get it patented, you have to give up all the ingredients in your product. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, that's how they come with other products. 
that's close to the product. Right. They change an ingredient here or there. You know, you got Ajax, Clorox, all these different yeah. things. With Coca-Cola, Pepsi. They, yeah, they like <laughs> Coca-Cola, Pepsi. I'm going to change this. Or motherfucking RNC Cola and mm-hmm. root beer. And, oh, that shit is combination. You know, <laughs> but if you look at WD-40, right? Yeah. The most utilized... One of the most utilized things out there. It's not patented. So if it's not patented, you don't know the ingredients. That's why there's nothing else like WD-40 out there. Right. Huh. Can't bite that shit. So with Lord Finesse, you know, you could try to do me, (laughs) but, you know, it's the voice, it's the style, it's the music. It's a combination. You might get a few things, but you ain't going to get me down pack. You know, so I don't worry about time. I just worry about releasing great music. That's it. That's what's up. God just dang. great music. I don't worry about doing records for the radio and the club. I'll do things that can get played on a record. Yeah. I mean, on the radio or in the club, but I don't do that shit. That's not, your, that's not your, 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 your main thing. That's not what you're shooting for. I just believe in great music. Music yeah. that when you hear it, you go, oh, shit, the fuck is that shit? That's what's up. God damn. You know, I, I look for those results because yeah. those results will push me in a direction I'm headed to versus, you know, yeah, we like this. You got a club record now because by the time you do what they want you to do, you so far from who you are that you don't even understand how to get back. Mm. You know, I mean, when you do certain things, it's easy for me to do what I've done in the past because it's done by design. Mm-hmm. It's not a stroke of luck. It's not lightning in a bottle. I can repeat the steps that I took yeah. to do what I did. Right. And avoid some of the potholes because I experienced certain things. Right. You know? But when you get lightning in a bottle, you can't duplicate lightning in a bottle. That's why it's called lightning in a bottle. Right. <laughs> So, you know, when it comes to music, man, if you're great at something, just believe in yourself and do great music. That's yeah. all. Do no great doubt. music. No doubt. Don't don't start trying to um, trying to be number one on Billboard. You lose direction, man. And so many other things get lost, yeah, too. Yeah, you have crazy. to be nominated for a lot of those things. Right. And a nomination takes a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. Again, do the knowledge. Yeah. Right. Most importantly, do you just do right? Exactly. Just yeah. Do no you. doubt. <laughs> so, 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 so finesse. Can you tell uh, all these fine folks that are listening where they can go to support you? We mentioned slice of spice, but if you can let everyone know where they should go um, to cop some records. Well, you know, definitely. Merch. You can. You could cop the archival stuff off of slice of spice. I should have an announcement soon. I uh, right. you know. That's all I can say. I'm and yes, it's gonna be new material and new vocals, so stop fucking banging me in the head already. <laughs> just know when I go in the studio and I do it, just support it. No if you doubt. ain't gonna support it, leave me the fuck alone. Stop commenting right. on my, my Instagram page and my Twitter when you gonna do something new. <laughs> Yo, if you ain't supporting it, just leave me the fuck alone. You know, I that's just that how I feel. It's no disrespect. 
it's just you beating me in the head. And then when I do it, it's just like, you don't like show up. Going to the DJ booth and you beg the nigga an hour to throw on this certain record. And then when he throw on the record, you go on the corner and nod your head. That is that bullshit. And, That's the worst. Right. Or he yeah. come up and ask you for another record. Right? Right. Yeah, that's the worst. You know, support. You know, that's all it's about, support, man. Yeah. Well, so, Finesse, um, if, I, if I'm going to put my two cents in, I, I I just need a few more joints with AG, man. I need you nah, and AG, AG to go is, in, bro. He's my hero. <laughs> he working yeah, hard my, right now. That's that's like the one-man inspiration right there. When I listen to him, I'm, I'm so inspired because, mm. you know, we started at the same time, and to 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 look at the passion and his lyrical oh, structure, it's just man. like God damn, yeah. you know. Yo, he I has so much. Have a drink, like like. Yo. How are you doing this, man? Do you, you got some special button you're pressing? Because <laughs> lyrically, man, he's he's on another fucking planet. That's he really is. It, lyrically, style, swagger, the whole shit, man. That guy right there. And he's incredible. Mm-hmm. He never fails to come with it uh, 110% every single time out. It's, and he do it light and easy. Uh, he do it effortlessly. I love That's it. what's up. I so, love it. So, you know, he's he's definitely my hero. I tell him that all the time. And, you know, yeah. uh, he's going to actually be on fucking executive producer because I told him, man, when I start <laughs> spitting, you got to. You gotta be there to make sure I'm I'm on I'm on I'm on key. Make sure you know right. I know I'm, I take whatever I do writing wise to another level, but with him I think I'll be inspired because he inspires me. You know, shit he be saying just be some other shit, and that's what I'm used to. Um, that's that's one of the thing I can't be inspired by whack music. I have right. to hear dope music. If I don't dope hear shit. dope music, yeah. I don't want to do it. It's corny, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Hey Lord, does does Joe have a different kind of fire up under him right now? Seems like he got some energy back. Yeah, Joe is he's, he's I I don't I don't know his formula. You okay. know, I know his formula. He just be amped. You know, yeah. he just yeah. be amped that like I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know how he do it. It's just like I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna do it. You know? Hell of high like, water. I'm gonna, you know, and then you hear that, you know, I'm all the way up. Yeah. Like, okay. You got the record you want. You know, that's the zone. I don't go in that zone. Right. Gotcha, that's right, his right. zone. Gotcha, know? gotcha. But that's what he likes doing and that's what he has a passion for doing. Okay. So it's just like he got one of those and you know, me is is beats, rhymes and substance, you know? Yes. Sir. Like I, I couldn't do that. That's that's not law of finesse. I'm yeah. not I'm not rolling the dice doing that, you know. Yes, Roll sir. the dice and lose my whole base fucking around with that. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Yeah, but yeah. that's what Joe's been doing throughout his career. So okay, I got absolutely. Salute. Yeah. You know, as soon as I heard the hook, I'm like, yeah, he might have one with one of his. Oh, okay, yeah, huh? absolutely. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. He might, and I don't look at it like, well, I, I wish I had one of those because oh, that's nah, not that's, my zone. Yeah, that's him. Know? That's him all day. Yep. But that's him. So yep. when I heard it, I'm all the way up. It's like, okay, I think you got another one. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not, um, what was my favorite shit, man? 
uh, lean back. It's okay. not lean oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lean back was just. That's lightning that in a like bottle. That was like a volcano. Yeah, that's know? lightning in a bottle right there. Absolutely. You know, that, that was like, dun, dun, you know, everything about that record. <laughs> yeah, that, man. That's it. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, absolutely. right now, this is saying, I'm all the way up, you know. <laughs> and who knows how far up it's going to go, you know. But um, that's what he do. You okay. Know? So down. I'm quite sure he probably have another one or two of those. Or who knows, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, I was just glad to see, like, when I, when I saw when I saw kind of, you know, uh, the studio, you know, b- coming together. I, I was just glad to see everybody there, man. Like, from, from Joe to you to... The Buck to Diamond and, you know. Show and A, G. Yeah, Show and A. And, you know, everybody just coming back around again. It's just, you know, right. it's, it, everybody's always been there, right? But, you know, for for, uh, for folks like us that, you know, grew up on all you guys, it's just it's just dope to see that that kind of unit and that, that unified front again, man. It's, right. it's, it's powerful. And, and the music to match, right? It's not. Right. It's, I just want to do this run, man. I, right. You know. Shit, I want to do this tour, man. Right, I right, think right. I think the tour would be something be phenomenal. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I oh. think one of the most phenomenal tours, and I had a dream about this, like DITC and Wu-Tang. <sighs> oh, shit. Cut my mic Are you off, kidding man. me? <laughs> God. You know. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Because well, I, 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 re- I, I love and respect the shit out them dudes. Yeah. Man, you know. So when I say it, it's not a rival thing. It's just like oh, no. just seeing that on stage, you know, with all the DITC members, you know. Last time I spoke to show, he said he'll even perform with AG. <laughs> like if we go on the road, you know. It's out so, there now. You know, it's out there in the ethers now, man. Yeah, it's we'll got make that to happen. happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So to see Joe Diamond, me, O A, you know, dude, and the, the guests that would come out for that know. in every city, can you imagine yeah. the, the the people that would just show up and the shit that would pop off? Oh my god, It'd be yeah, ridiculous! You know? I, I hope that shit happens, man. Yeah, it's yeah, happening. But you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's work in progress. That's yes, another sir. reason why you know I feel I got to go back in the studio and new, do new stuff because. The things I have planned that I want to do really revolves around me doing new records, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. You know, I have a lot of great ideas, you know, okay. behind what I want to do. And I believe if um using myself as a catalyst, that if an underground, underground artist see me do something and become successful with it, maybe it'll motivate and inspire other underground artists to follow suit. Yeah, without without abandoning what they do naturally. Right, that's dope, no doubt. Hell yeah! Well, finesse. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for uh, taking time out to sit with us tonight. We're we almost clocking ninety minutes here. Man, praise the Lord, (laughs) man. We real we really appreciate it. You know, I like building. I like spreading knowledge and info and insight out there. You know, yeah, because that's what it's about. I want you to get in to my mindset of how I think and why mm-hmm. I do the things I right. do, you know, right. versus like, yeah, you know, we got the cars outside, the bitches, we about to get served <laughs> up, you know, like, you hear that all the time, you yeah. know, I want something that, that you can pull from, that you can be enlightening from and go, and go, you know what, I got an idea, because when he said this, 
I can spark this, yeah. you know, because that's what it's about. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, it makes and I always talk about it. It's always interesting the, the the byproducts you get from, you know, this little platform that we, we've created here. Whether it's just you know doing a weekly mix show to interviewing someone, and just the way it's impacted our lives is is uh, it, it's it's really it's really kind of interesting to see, you know, how it affects people. Like yeah. just right. just the two of us, and like people all over the world. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. This is bugged out. So. And I knew reaching out when I initially reached out to you, man, it was going to go down like this. And, no and once again, man, we really appreciate you, Lord. Um, and I appreciate you, man. you know, reaching out, you know. Yeah, like, yes, sir. Um, you could reach me at, uh, it's mainly Law Finesse, D-I-T-C, all one word, L-R-D-F-I-N-E-S-S-E, D-I-T-C, one word. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's uh Facebook forward slash Lawfulness DITC. So you can reach me on all those platforms. I'm very fluid on on Instagram, Twitter. Ah, you know, not, <laughs> yeah. not you know. We're the same way. Twitter, Twitter, too much access. Sometimes Instagram too, because I think when you comment, you say some slick shit, or you try to do some keyboard gangster shit. I just think when you press send, nigga address should come up. You know, so you got the option. <laughs> you can go see him. Yeah, you know, because, you know. See if you can get five minutes with him. Nigga hide, you know. <laughs> right. Hide, you know. Or nigga come on your Instagram page, say something slick, and they shit is, is motherfucking private. Right. And you see them niggas. <laughs> following a thousand niggas and they only got like three followers and shit. Like, hey, that's some know. bitch shit, isn't it? Yeah, that's like some you real know. Bitch shit. So oh. you know, social media is cool. I'm just not with that that fraudery shit. Man. Yeah, man. Like, you know, if you're gonna keep a gangster, just stand by. Shit, you stand by. Absolutely, and don't hide. You Absolutely, know? accountability, man. That's that's all it really boils down right. to. I just pray they come with a thing where niggas say something slick out of pocket, and you know, you <laughs> could just hit it and they address come up and location man. and shit. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for, man. What? It might show up one day. What? Yeah, you know? <laughs> they got all this other technology. Got this shit. You open up your motherfucking iPad with a thumbprint. I'm quite sure they could come up. With some other shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's out there. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. You know, they they should come up with a button on your page with a sarcastic button. So when (laughs) niggas say something sarcastic, you hit that button, and no matter where they hide, they should just come up. (laughs) Go visit a nigga real quick. Pull up on them like bird, man. (laughs) Pull up on them. Pull up on them. Yeah. You know. Watch I, how you speak on my name. Put some respect on. on. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Well, all right, finesse. If you can hang tight with us for just a second, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Not a problem. We, we, we love to get a drop from you if you don't mind. So, so hold tight one second. Once again, thank you so much. We really appreciate no it. No doubt. Oh man, I appreciate y'all. All, all right. right, no doubt. All right, Mister Meeks. Oh, hey, man. Thank you, my man, for making this happen. Man, we we, we got Lord. to we got to we get we get to we get to win every now and then. You oh, know what I'm saying? Man. Even you know? the sunshine on a dog's ass every now and then. So <laughs> we in good company right now, man. No it's doubt. all good. Southern Vanguard Radio. You got it. iTunes, Mixcloud, Stitcher Radio. Did I hit all of them? 
I missed one. Mixcloud. Mixcloud. Soundcloud. And follow Stitcher, it, share it, like iTunes it. iTunes podcast. It. Yeah, subscribe yeah. it, all that good shit. And most importantly, if you didn't get the message in this interview, go support a motherfucker. Support. Buy a record, buy a shirt, go see him on tour, do something. Hashtag support. <laughs> Southern Vanguard Radio, DJ John Doe. Cappuccino Meeks. We out. Peace. We out. Yeah.